Good morning and welcome to the KLE podcast. This is your host, Sean Smith, and with my co-host this morning, Steve Bissett, all the way from Marshall, Texas. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. And welcome to Top That Testimony, brought to you by Kopectate, <laughs> Pepto-Bismol, and Exlax for all those moving services. <laughs> there you go. We there have, you go. <laughs> we even get our free advertising. That's right. Woohoo! Call sponsors, sponsors galore. Hey, we open to sponsorship, Steve. We open to it. So, oh, we are good. Yes, if anybody feels inclined to sponsor our episodes, we we we'd be grateful to have a sponsor. So, um, yeah, just a quick introduction, uh, folk. It's great to have you with us again on Fra-ha-ha-hi Day. This is Friday, the end of the week. And as usual, it's Building His Church podcast episode with Sean and Steve. And we just, um, I just wanted to, for the, if you're here for the first time, is just to let you know, KLE stands for Kingdom Leadership Equipping. And uh, that comes because of a... Just something that I saw a number of years ago, <clears throat> I've been through, as many of us have, we've been through the ups and downs, the joys and, uh, and um, downs uh, of, of leadership and uh, the, uh, the, the good, the bad and the ugly of it. Some of it was, has been great. Some of it has been absolutely terrible. And in between, um, all sorts of other animals have run around and... Um, <laughs> Uh, so I went through a period, you know, a whole bunch of situations over the past 40 years, um, making a lot of mistakes myself, simply because of the model that I followed. But Jesus began to reveal to me from Matthew 23, the difference between, uh, the kingdom leadership and everything else. And, uh, and I, I started just prompt, just was prompted to start a kingdom leadership equipping group. And uh, Facebook group, it grew phenomenally up and up to 1,500 members without any, you know, fanfare or advertising. We grew amazingly. I stick content in there all the time just to equip um, saints, and I'm not not just those in in massive positions and celebrity status, but just the ordinary saint. Because my philosophy. And I believe that was Jesus' philosophy, is that trapped in every follower is a leader. And they just got to discover that leadership. And then they can begin to lead where they are, where they are today. And that's you, that's me, and that's all of us. So out of that, beginning of the year, I started the podcast, KLE. And Steve and I have been having discussions for years. We hop on WhatsApp calls wherever I am in the world, because he never moves. I'm the one that's always around the world. And um, so, so from, not around the world, from the UK to here. Um, and we, we've had these discussions and, and just talking about uh, just what God's revealing to us, just, just really encouraging and inspiring one another, sharing our insights, revelations, experiences, and how it relates to where we are today being the church and we got to a point i i just i said to steve how about us jumping on a podcast episode once a week and have a discussion and you join it as a as the audience wherever you are in the world and right now we've got about five nations people from five nations joining us and and we're very grateful of course the majority of them are from the united states and so but we just want to welcome you wherever you are in the world thank you for being part of this podcast
and uh, and uh, we appreciate your. Um, we get a message every now and again. Certain members pop us a a, a uh, email or a comment, and we really appreciate it. It's good to get feedback. Good to hear from you. Good to hear where you're from. And uh, so our email address is on um, the on the podcast, so you can always just send us a message. All right, Steve. So let's get on to what we're talking about today. That was our introduction. And now we we can go to what we are talking about. Oh, what my turn? Yes, your turn. <laughs> your cue. <laughs> you do it now. Yeah, it's over to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I know. Yesterday we were talking about something that just kind of um, got me because you were talking about the organic church, uh, kind of a, a movement, as though the church has movements. But anyway, um, we were also talking about that, which kind of took us different direction but our our <laughs> when you talk about the um uh, organic movement of the church we we had the same type of thing i mean it's gone on and off for years uh grassroots church um uh, foundational church um you know whatever you want to call it it's people trying to get back to uh, the roots of, of what actually a church is or what the body of Christ is supposed to be. And when you think about it, church has become such an innocuous word. I mean, it's, it's, it's become it's something that's term really, hasn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. It really has because uh, it, whenever you say church, it brings up all sorts of connotations in your mind. Uh, so if you say, I'm going to go build a church, <laughs> you know, you yeah. have this whole mentality of what a church is supposed to look like. Uh, when actually, if if we go back to the um, the actual beginnings of it, it's the body of Christ. And when you think about what the body is, uh, the body of Christ, um, I'm not here. It's not, not <clears throat> a lot of times we start a home church or whatever so that I have a platform. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, because I, I got tired of the platform or I got kicked out of the platform I had. Yeah. Uh, so or I've got to have somewhere to practice. That's right. That's right. And you are my guinea pigs. Yes, you are and, my guinea pigs. Yeah. yeah, and you, sorry, people, you need to learn what I know. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. But uh, uh, when you think about it, the um, the whole purpose is not so I can display my gift, but if you're truly doing what it says in Ephesians, as far as an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, whatever, it's to... Uh, edify the saints. It's to it's to build one another up. It's to bring them into the fullness and stature of Christ. Which means there's a there's got to be a place, as it says in First Corinthians twelve, where they're able to operate by manifesting the Spirit of God and use that in a comfortable setting to where you're not afraid uh, to be able to move in um, a word of knowledge, word of wisdom. Um, prophecy, whatever. I mean, where else are you going to learn to do that? Or where else are you going to walk in that if you don't have, if you don't have someplace to do it? I mean, how, how are you going to do that? And how are you going to ask the tough questions or the questions you're having without having a safe, uh, 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 I shouldn't say a safe place, but a, uh, a place where it's not an uh, audience and a speaker? Yes, yes. So uh, when you think about organic, um, um, and that's the term that <clears throat> that's being used now uh, during this time frame, during this movement. Um, the organic thing is is getting back to what 
what initially Christ intended with his body, which is, if I'm going to be here, my whole purpose is to give you life and to edify you, to build you up. What is it that's in you that I can help draw out that's, in, that's Christ? Mm. And um, whenever we meet together, then it's a matter of drawing that out from one another so that I can begin to find out, we can begin to find the mind of Christ because I don't have the whole mind of Christ, even though it says I now have the mind of Christ. <clears throat> you know, I find, I find that in, a, in everybody that's around me. Yeah. So you get, a, you get a clearer picture of Christ, of what Christ is doing at that point by, by drawing that out of other people. So anyway, I just, uh, I was thinking about that a lot, uh, probably over the last, whatever it's been, 14, 16 hours since we talked, but, um, just as far as what that organic thing, cause you asked me that question, you know, what does that mean to you? Mm. And I just, I thought, well, um, really it's, it's, it's a matter of the body coming together. Um, and, uh, each part doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, you know, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as is the habit of some assembling means every part is, is I can have a bicycle. Okay. Let's, let's put it this way. If I go to Walmart or some other superstore and I buy a bicycle in a box and I bring it home and I set it in the living room and I say, here kids, here's your, here's your bicycle. And every day we go around and we look at the bicycle and we go, wow, we've got a bicycle. But one day the kids get tired of just looking at it and we decide, or I decide, I'm going to read the directions and I'm going to begin to put it together. So I put it together, each bone or each part to where it fits and it begins to function like it's supposed to function. Now we have a bicycle. Now we have a church. The body is set where every member supplies, every joint supplies. And everybody comes and brings their part, brings their portion, brings whatever it is that they are and do. And so that way, then the whole body, it says, is edified or edifies itself together and therefore ministereth. If you don't have that type of thing, there's no way the body can ministereth. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, to, to now have, that's what an assembly is. I mean, assembly means you're put together to where you fit and you function yes. it's not just a gathering because i mean there's places all over the world that gather together every sunday and wednesday night and they just get in the box and they shake the parts around yep that's it or not even shake them around just look at it and go hey we've got a church yeah we've but got to really bring everybody together and to find out how they function how they move what they do how they operate in christ how they move by the holy spirit what they're what they do in christ i mean that's that's a very no wonder we have such an identity problem in the body of christ nobody knows really who they are or how they fit yeah not exactly so because nobody's allowed to grow within the context of their own their own, uh, I don't want to say ministry, but really, you know, within, within the context of their own maturity. And uh, they can't mature into who they are, their gifting, their contribution. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, 1 Peter chapter 4 where it says, let those who speak speak as the oracles of God and those who serve serve in the power of God or in the strength of God that God may get 
praise in all things. So is really growing up into understanding, am I a, a vocal gift or, uh, you know, do I bring, do I speak or, or am, am I serving? It's not one that's better than the other. We've, we've got this idea that somehow that if you are standing in a pulpit, then you are the holiest, most spiritual person alive, you know, and, and just, greater than, yeah. Yes. And, and, and it's missing the point. The point is, is that God has invested his spirit in, in into his church, which is each and every one of us. Right. And he wants us all to grow up. He wants us all to contribute. And the gifts are there for the equipping of the saints. You know, I just, that is still like a hurdle that I, I try and communicate and, and it just seems to be a mindset, a culture that we just can't get over. We, we, we can't get over the fact that equipping starts first. And I think that's where the, gra the grassroots level or the, or the organic church, I've got to be careful with that word because now you started on something before <laughs> we recorded and I've got to be very, very um, conscious of the way I'm going to pronounce that word now. That's right. You're going to end up messing up. I fall into the trap of copying you. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, the organic grassroots level church is that there is, I think if we do not have a place where we, you know, it's like big is beautiful kind of thing. It's got to be more influential um, if it's bigger, you know, m more things happen. There's a greater dynamic. But what happens is there's not real discipleship happening unless there is dynamic, autonomous, small groups where, where that, that um, the, the discipleship process, the mentoring into people's lives, the sharing of life, the sharing of, of life bios, which is our living and Zoe life, where there's that mutual sharing of life. Right. Into right. Mutual contribution. Yes. Koinonia, fellowship. Exactly. I mean, yeah. And there's distribution. I mean, that's what the word fellowship means. It means communion and distribution. And, right. And, and so, that, you know, that there's this ability to bring my part if, if, that's where we've had to relegate discipleship to a program and you can't right. program life. You can't program the process of maturity. It's right. like, you know, it's like saying to discipleship's like, not just teaching you something. Exactly. And it's not, yeah, it's just, it's not sitting in a classroom for 10 weeks No. and saying, okay, you know, it would be like when my kids, you know, when they were born, when they arrive home, you know, you give them a manual and say, okay, over the next 18 years, boy, uh, you are going to go through the next uh, 18 chapters. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's, about, it's about, you know, 50,000 pages, but we'll get through <laughs> it. Never mind, you know. And um, you're, it starts with you uh, now signing here and saying, I'm a member of the family. It just doesn't work like that. You know, you can't, you can't structure their growth. You've got to flow in ebb and flow with life and with who they are and their contribution right. to the family, building that identity. And I think that's where we, we've lost the original commission, which was going to all the world and make disciples, not right. members. <clears throat> right. And that's where the religiosity is coming to it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and I've, I fell into this trap because I, I figured that my whole purpose was to get out there and start a ministry or start a group or start a church, start a, start a, um, uh, a home group, start a whatever. 
And in doing that, uh, for some reason, you get this certain mindset that, that uh, I got to gather them around my gift or my anointing or whatever it is God's showing me to do. Mm. And uh, thereby, they end up following me rather than me helping them follow Christ. You know, uh, like Paul says, follow me as I follow yep. Christ. One of, the, one of the important things that I, that's been really, that has gotten to me probably over the last 20, 25 years is that little verse there in Ephesians 4, 16, where it says, from whom the whole body fitly joined together, fitly joined together. And compacted by that which every joint supplieth. Now, I I actually went through the '60s, and I um, I used to read that differently because <laughs> the the joints that we had, of course, talking about grassroots church. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had your own church going on there. That's right. That's right. Puff puff pass. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies do. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, and it's interesting, it doesn't say every bone supplies. Yes. It says the joint supplies. Yes. Uh, I'm a bone, you know, the bones coming together, each bone to each is bone. The Lord then put, uh, put sinew upon it or, uh, yeah, sinew upon it, ligaments upon it, uh, then finally skin upon it, then flesh upon it, as it says in Ezekiel. And then it stood before him a mighty army, but there was no breath in it. And he says, then prophesied of the wind. So anyway, but when you think about that, the bones themselves were dried until they came together. And then once they came together, he put the sinew upon it that held held the bones together, each bone to each his bone, where they belonged and fit and function properly. Mm. And that's what supplies to the body, that which every joint supplieth. Because me, myself, and I don't supply to the body, that, at least according to this, yeah. uh, and, and making it increase. What makes it increase is the joint that supplies, which is like you and me coming together or uh, even me, uh, myself and my wife coming together into a place uh, to, to supply something. Um, because for some reason, I guess that's why the Lord sent them out by twos, mm. which just now made sense to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you think about that, you know, because he's sending a joint. He's not sending just a single person. Right. You know, I'm going to send you a, I'm going to send you a joint, dude. And, um, <laughs> Not a bone. <laughs> that's right. But that which every joint supplies working or uh, according, this is how they supply, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part. Mm. So just when we come together as a, as bone to bone, we begin to make this joint while well, I begin to spur you on. You begin to give life to me. It functions back and forth because uh, even in the natural body, that's where the, that's where the uh, marrow is formed is toward the joint. That's where the bone always grows is toward the joint. It doesn't grow in the center. It grows toward the joint. So when you think about that, even naturally, it's according to the measure. It's according to the joint, but it's according to the working of the measure of every part. So, as I begin to do my part, you begin to spur me on because you see the life in me. I begin to spur you on and draw that back out of you. And I see the depths of Christ in you and draw it out of you. 
And then it says, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Because love doesn't mean I'm here to glorify myself. Love means I'm going to find out what's in you and draw Christ out of you. Mm -hmm. It isn't love to sit there and, and, and start a home group just so I can have a platform. That's not love. That's, well, it's self-love. Yep. It's idolatry is what it is. Mm -hmm. But my whole purpose is to find out what's in you and help draw that out of you till you come to the fullness and stature of Christ. If we all did that, and because of that joint then, we begin to supply to a body that will be strong, it'll be, it'll be mighty, it'll be, have something that'll have the Lord breathes upon that then, because he begins to put the flesh upon it, the skin, the skin upon it, and then finally, as it says in Ezekiel, he blows upon it or breathes upon it, and it stands before him, the mighty army. Yeah. And, uh, but it says, it says uh, in toward the latter part of Ezekiel there, it says, uh, uh, why are we, why are we cut off from all of our parts? Why are we all dried up? You know, why are we all, because we've been cut off from all of our parts. Apparently this was a mighty army that something happened that each of the bones was blown apart to where they were no longer fitted together properly to where they were supposed to fit with the other bones. And when the Lord said, prophesying out of the bones, bones come together. They came together each bone to each his bone. And then the Lord put the sinew upon it. He's the one that begins to form the joints. He's the one that begins to make sure that those things are fitly joined together. So that the body begins to supply and increase together, you know, with the increase of God. Yeah. And that's why it says, even when you come together, you know, Every man hath, every joint supplies. So every man hath. You know, if you have a psalm, a hymn, a spiritual song, uh, every man hath. Mm. You've got a word. You've got, a, you've got something in you of Christ. And if you don't feel like that, it's my job, if I love you enough, to help draw that out of you. That's right. Okay, but if we... If we <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 that's very good point. Very good point. I'm just, uh, my mind is like uh, racing to, to 100 miles an hour. Yeah. To another aspect of that and, and saying, okay, if, if we step out of, out of the dynamic of the group right now into a bigger picture, look at this. Uh, and from, from a leadership point of view, I'm, I'm going, well, the, the thing, the thing about it is, is that, we do need we do need a place of communion fellowship distribution we do we do need that the gathering of the community of saints we do need yes, uh, yes. you know we do need a place where <clears throat> i mean the the one thing we we miss is is just having that family you know we we right. you can just sit down put your feet up or sit in a group and just be yourself you know right. and talk and and share what's on your heart and listen to others and 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 i mean we right. we michelle and i we've got a, a few young people that we meet with once a month and and we do that you know and i've some of the guys come and meet with me once a month and we talk just kingdom stuff together and because that's essential, you know, we've got to have that place of gathering. So um, even though we don't, we don't do it for posturing ourselves for a platform or, or to gather people around, 
our our um, our gifting and our revelation and our idea at the same time i want to encourage people that we need lead we need leadership in this we need people to actually begin to build communities because that was the whole that's the whole kingdom idea and the whole if you look in the book of acts i was just looking here at um um in uh, acts chapter 2 and it said um Verse 46, and they continue, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as right. should be saved. One of the one of the the uh, most dynamic places in the world right now where the the church is growing at a phenomenal rate where there is a tremendous um you know now i'm reluctant to use the word move because but you know it's just like something <laughs> happening is um in iran surprisingly right and, um how can that be <clears throat> this meeting will end in 10 minutes goodness me um okay um so suddenly my, my recorder tells me that we will end in 10 minutes. <laughs> well, I guess we will. So um, the, the, uh, Iran in Iran. Yeah. So these small groups are meeting that's, and that's how the church is growing there is that they are meeting in small groups and the government, I mean, it's an Islamic uh, government that is persecuting them and they have, no, no uh, solution to the problem. They, they, they can't solve it. I mean, if they catch the people, they get tortured, thrown into prison, and all the rest of it. But, but still, God is using the church powerfully um, in, right. into changing and affecting the culture. And it's the fastest growing church in the world. Uh, right. Is that in 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 this oppressive uh, state of being persecuted, and so. Because you can't uh, stop that life with fire like that. Exactly, yeah. you can't stop the life, and so things are happening that that is incredibly powerful, and so um, we we need we need that. And I, you know, Steve, I, personally, I I we have this res, respite in um, in uh, the United States of America at this point in time, where we have a a, a administration that has given um given the church breathing space right has, uh, you know it's been you know president trump is probably the most pro church president we've had in a long time and uh and we need to use that opportunity to build right now and i want to say if you're listening to this podcast you're on this podcast you here for a reason you here because the time is going to come where, uh, you know, whatever happens in 2020 and whatever happens, you know, in four years after then, I can tell you now, and I've heard this not from one place, but there's going to come a tremendous, when, when this administration does change, the, the persecution, the antichrist persecution mm -hmm. against the church is going to be ratcheted up to a very high level. And um, we're seeing that in other places in the world. And it, it will come and we have to be prepared for it. And in places where they weren't prepared for it, they lost their, they lost their buildings, they lost their properties, they, they, 
they were taxed on their um, banking accounts. I know local churches have got loads of money, I mean, some of them, um, sitting in accounts that they don't use. And um, Well, that might actually force them back into the organic. Well, that will. And that's what I'm, but I'm saying is that we mustn't wait for that. Let's prepare now and get the church ready for, for that. The thing that I see, that I hear, and as I sort of hang out in some of these groups where, they, where, they, where the organic church is talking, the thing that's missing is the order of God, is, is the leadership of the kingdom of God, leadership in, in many of them. And I'm not saying they, they are inadequate. I'm just saying there, there, needs, there is some areas of misunderstanding. And um, again, there's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 28, and it says, And God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret. Um, and, you know, the answer is, of course, no, we need the order of God. And I think we need to see the order of God coming into um, into this area as well. So we need to be prepared. We need leaders to be equipped, um, and we need to prepare the, the, the groundwork for this to actually happen. Right. So and what, what we keep talking about is, is how to build. It's not well, exactly it needs to be built uh, because we all know it does. It's just a matter of, of uh, now, how do you build yes. on this? How do you, yeah. how do you build these people? Because it's the temple you're building, not, not a church organizational structure. That's right. No, exactly. And, and that's the thing is what, what we, what we're seeing is, uh, th- yes. And the, the great point that you make there, we're talking again, the culture, the culture coming out of how we think, um, what what values guide what we do. You know, I'm I'm talking right. a bit more business terms now, but but you know, we we need to understand what is our belief system. How do we process what we're doing so that we apply the the uh, the culture of the community um, of the kingdom of God to where we are and what we're gonna do. All right, so I don't know why, but um, Zoom is uh, called me. Normally, we talk for an hour on Zoom, but this time it's calling me out, and it's going to end like in four minutes. So, wow, we've got, we've, yeah, it's just I don't know why suddenly it's done that, but anyway, here we go. So we've just got a few more minutes to to talk about this, but <clears throat> I think. Um, what, so if, if you could sum it up in, you know, what would be your summary to this morning's um, discussion? Uh, Colossians 2.19. Yes. Holding the head from which all the body, all the body, by joints and bands or ligaments, having nourishment then ministered and knit together, increased with the increase of God. And it's just a matter of holding the head fast right now at this point, because there is a head to this body and it's not me. It's not you. Uh, even though we are sent to do a certain function in the body, um, you know, some of us apostle prophet, whatever, but there's a, it's a function, not a title. And I guess that's the thing is to, is to help. We're sent that they might have life and that more abundantly. So what is my job right now to help you have life in that temple and let not that fire go out anymore. Mm. Yep. No, exactly right. Good one. Good one. 
I, for, you know, for me, if I can summarize right now, is I, I think this is because this is just my where I come from, but we right. really need the the a, a, a leadership. Just what you're saying is just a leadership with the right mindset, with the right perspective, who are not about themselves, but who are about building up the body of Christ to right. to see the kingdom of God being established into every culture. And that is where discipleship, that's where, um, you know, that's where the, the God can add to the church daily such as should be saved. Right. Is that when they find the life, they will come to the life. And when they find Christ, they will come to Christ. Right. And, and, uh, and we, need to, we need you as listeners to begin to seek God for your leadership in this and saying, what does God want you to initiate? What is God's purpose for you? Not everybody is going to be, not everybody is an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, a work of miracles, or a, you know, a gift of healing, or as a ministry I'm talking about, or, you know, is that, uh, that God wants to use you to, in fact, um, maybe just begin to start a family where people can grow up, become moms and dads, begin to right. journey. <clears throat> The new birth, the new um, uh, right, because your identity in Christ is as a son, not as a minister or as an apostle or a gift. That's right. Start there. Start just as a son of God. I'm going to uh, begin to you know facilitate something with facilitate family. Family. Now we're talking. That's the culture is facilitating family. I think that you put it right, the nail on the head. Absolutely. And that's if we can do that, then we begin to move in the right direction. Right. To move in the right direction. All right. So our time is up. Unfortunately, I apologize for that. And uh, but just to every single person um, that's joining us now and uh, later and forevermore. Um, God bless you. We, <laughs> we're really grateful to have you, Steve. Thank you again for hopping on with me this morning. And um, we look forward to catching up with you next week. Hey, uh, you can pop over to www.kingdomleadershipequipping.com. There's a blog there and, and articles, etc. So you, you're welcome to pop over there. Until next time, this is Sean saying over and out and from Steve as well. Uh, we appreciate you and love you. God bless yes, you. Ciao. Cheers, Steve. All right, bye.